I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always with my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday, a Walking Dead recap Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Ready to give you that Walking Dead recap. Of course, you can find our show everywhere you find podcasts. The official weapon of the show is... Chair. <laughs> and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and uh yo let's just get right into it okay this is like low-key probably one of the like weirdest decisions we've ever made for as a podcast <laughs> i don't know who the audience is that is uh somebody you know, wanted this and that is interested you <laughs> but you know we we hopefully uh y'all are Listen, I'm had to put some commercials in this one. Now, if you listen, if you are one of the people that wanted us to do this, all I'm asking you, listen to the commercials. Don't fast forward, okay? Don't fast I mean, forward. There's less people listening to these, I'm sure. There's mm-hmm. less people in the chat room. I mean, we're not just doing a Walking Dead recap. We're doing it a year after. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. We really <laughs> should not be but, doing this. But we wanted to <laughs> complete the set. Uh, y'all wanted us to. Y'all, yes, y'all, y'all did. Y'all schemed and you y'all plotted. Schemed and you plotted. Damn, Miss Barnes, are you happy now? So that's <laughs> that's what we got going on over here. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the Walking Dead recap. All right, so we're on episode 18 of season 11, episode 171 overall. It's called A New Deal. Karen, what'd you think about this episode in general before we get into the breakdown? I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it a lot more. I really do like the pacing of it. I've liked the pacing ever since Angela Kang has taken over. The pacing is so much better. Like we've said before, and I said again, I wish you would have taken it over before. Uh, you still may have lost the audience, but I don't think it would have had to drop off that it is at now. Yeah, I like this episode a lot. I think the thing about it that I liked the most was just how it was. And yeah, it was a little bit like message, but how it was just like a discussion of capitalism and why capitalism and classism is fucked up and doomed to fail and what would happen if everybody rose up against it and all that stuff i love that i love it because as silly as these rules sound these are the rules of society every last one of these Mm -hmm. little encampments had some form of like what governments and countries and municipalities look like now you know minus the zombies and and you know maybe some some of them Maybe you would think, oh, no, they wouldn't do that. But it's like, no, nah, we had, like, slavery in certain ones. We had, you know, uh, this one, classism, mm-hmm. you know, and other ones, they were literally eating each other. Like, so I, I really like the breakdown of the classism and the class system and structure of this society in this episode. And I've been waiting for Commonwealth to, to catch some of that smoke. Yeah, And so it was good to see them. Um, all right. This may be a faster recap because it's just kind of a uh, straightforward. straightforward. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's no timeline skipping back and forth. It's all just mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. 
but we'll start first with Hornsby's group. So these are a group of people that were in the sewer. Daryl has a knife to Hornsby's throat. Hornsby is smiling. Uh, Hornsby's troopers have guns pointed at, you know, all of our survivors. And it's like Maggie and Aaron and Gabe and Annie, who's Negan's wife. Like, they're all just kind of like having a Mexican standoff. (laughs) Yes, standoff. A good old-fashioned Mexican standoff. That's that's, uh, number seven at Taco Bell. Okay, it's right after the Mexican pizza. You go with a Mexican standoff. Um, and also before we cut to Daryl holding that knife, we get another one of those montages with a voiceover that in my mind, and they didn't say this, but it feels like it's future Judith. Like, yeah, like a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like future Judith is being like, you know, back in the day it was like this, this and this. And this time it's a Daryl centric montage. It's all shit. Daryl did, you know, his brother dying and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Uh, and once again, like I said, we cut to him holding a knife to Hornsby's throat, Mexican standoff. Before anyone can shoot, TV cliche, of course. Yes. Mercer, Carol, and Pamela Martin come in. Now, Carol made that deal at the end of last episode with with Pamela Martin to be like, we need to save our people, and we're going to give you a fall guy for the people getting murdered in that house, mm-hmm. and you can save your son. Right, because you know the people don't turn on him. Yeah, blame everything on Hornsby, and but we got to go get Hornsby because you know he's tracking down my people right now. Mm-hmm. So they literally somehow find them in the sewers in the nick of time. In the nick of time, and Mercer's like, "Put it down, Daryl. What you doing?" And Daryl, of course, you know, makes it all dramatic, like you were one of them and whatever. And he's like, "That's not what this is about, man. He gonna get what's coming to him, but you need to put the put the knife down." And Daryl's like, you know, man, fuck, fuck that or something. And then Carol comes out and they let him say fuck. Um, and then right. Carol. That's that one fucker episode. <laughs> one fucker season, I think. I don't, oh, okay. yeah, I don't know they if don't, they let them say fuck on there. Uh, they don't say it too often. Right. You know what? Because there was an episode when uh, they was in the train. Terminus. Yes. And in, a, in the comic book. Rick was like, they don't know who they fucking with, but they changed it. So they don't know who they're messing with. Right. Yeah. So um, Daryl says fuck, and um, Carol comes over and says, Daryl, trust me, I made a deal for us. And Daryl's like, uh, like, because he looked at her like, what did you do? Like, he, like he want to kill this man so bad his dick's hard. Yes. And so Daryl lets Hornsby go. But before Hornsby can really like relax, he grabs his hand. Daryl grabs his hand and stabs through it with his with his knife. Mm-hmm. And then on his way out, walks out with the knife and says, "Don't worry, he'll live." Yeah, he's like, "I hunt for a living. I didn't kill him." Yeah, Hornsby's like screaming in pain, like he's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol explains outside to just our crew: Maggie, Daryl, Annie, Negan, Gabe, and Aaron. She explains to them the deal she cut with Pamela. Their slate is clean. Nobody owes anybody anything. As a matter of fact, the Commonwealth is going to give them supplies to take back to Alexandria Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pamela, you know, Daryl's like, well, what does Pamela get out of this? And Pamela gets Hornsby to take the fall for the missing people and the deaths, getting her son off the hook. Right. And the thing I noted, too, I think her giving them a chance to go back home 
is a bonus to Pamela too. She would like these niggas to leave. Yeah, she tired of them. She was yeah. like, it's it's been a mess ever since y'all got here. They doing too much. They they too mm-hmm. proficient. They can see the holes in this society because they weren't like the these are not desperate stragglers who came to them and I don't have no skills. Please just give me a place to stay. I don't care if you put me at the bottom of the pole. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm in these walls and I can afford mm-hmm. ice cream once a month, I'll do whatever y'all say. These people have built and destroyed societies and several and, times. Yeah, many times. <laughs> So and they're and they're capable of going striking out on their own in a way that a lot of these these Commonwealthians are I'm so not. soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I was. Yeah, because it's like society. They did not really build. You could tell they don't have no training or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so then, um, you know, Dale points out she's just doing it to save her son. And he's like, that's cool. Sound good to your girl. I heard they got ice cream in there. And. <laughs> Negan brings up where well, the Commonwealth killed most of our group. They did. So we, you know, we probably wouldn't even stay there even if they did let us. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's talking about Negan's group, not not Mm-mm. the Alexandrians and shit. Right. And then Maggie says the most important thing is that they're together because she's tired of being alone. And she don't want to strike off on her own anymore. So if Carol says it's cool, I'm cool. Right. And that's a lot for Maggie because, you know, Maggie's been very a very independent. Maggie spent that whole like season or so mm-hmm. out there with Daryl and and you know fucking Negan and yeah like she was out there on one. Uh, Mercer is guarding Hornsby, who they've tied up and Hornsby is complaining like you set me on an ant hill, can you move me a few feet? Um, and then Mercer's like comes over standing over him menacing and he's like you know how many of my men have you gotten killed and hornsby says oh mercer i thought you realized by now they're not your men and that was the first time i was like how deep is his hold on the commonwealth because we know he's shady Mm -hmm. we know he's got secret agents right chasing after daryl's kids and shit there's no telling how deep is his spy network how many people does he have on the road roster Mm -hmm. the payroll whatever like pamela thinks she's safe and he'll say something like they'll turn around in a whole like half of the people will flip to tell mercer they're not your men is is a pretty big joker Mm -hmm. um mercer grabs him up by his collar and um pamela is looking on at this she doesn't stop him though Mm -mm. but he says um so but as he's about to like yoke him up some walkers come out and mercer not scared at all fucked up hand and everything tied up says better hop to it soldier like go kill those zombies Mm -hmm. and protect me because he knows he's valuable well just i mean the point for me is that mercer never feels he's in threat like he's not cowering he's mm-hmm. not scared he's not even pretending to try to play nice he's just like go do your job boy yes and mercer does kill the walkers and storms off because he's he's duty bound he's a guy that will always Hello do his rules. job if that's the that mr rules you know <laughs> uh pamela comes over after watching all this and she tells Mer- uh tells hornsby you know it's over for you when we get back you putting you on trial uh and he says look it's just me and you out here mercer done left you could drop the act and she was like i'm not acting you went too far this time um 
and he goes, what? Now I'm going too far? Like, you put me on the, I'm Mr. Too Far. You make me do all the shit. <laughs> I'm Mr. Do Too Much. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. <laughs> yeah, I do too much. That's what my job description says. Does too much. And now you're trying to act like I did too much, too much for real. And, um, you know, basically like, you know, why don't you stop playing? She's like, look, if you play this right, you might survive, but your life in the Commonwealth is over. So maybe she's talking about, look, if you go on trial, don't say nothing implicating my son, uh, we won't kill you, but we might exile you. You can start over somewhere. And he's offended at even the notion. She's like, after all I've done is service of you. Right. All the shit that I've done to protect you, your name. I mean, this nigga know where the bodies are buried. It mm-hmm. ain't like he's a nobody. This is the problem with trying to get rid of a do dirt nigga, cause they did the dirt on your at your behest. So they he I know he know all the secrets that can tear down the whole Commonwealth. So her trying to you know big boy him is not gonna work. Mm-mm. And she was like, "You didn't serve the Commonwealth. You only served yourself. You know, you think you playing a game." And while she did this, it was actually kind of cool. Like she stood over him. And she gently touched his hair, which was like, like it just made him seem like a child because yeah. he's tied up on his on his on the ground, belittling him. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. said, "You delusional little boy, trying to win a game, but too foolish to realize you were never actually you've never actually been a player in it." And I said, "Okay, Hillary, I see you. Come on, that's what the Republicans thought Hillary was <laughs> pantsuits, right? Right." And she's walked off, and then he said, "You still need me." If something happens to me, certain alliances the Commonwealth has, certain stabilizing factors are likely to become a problem. Whatever game you're playing, Pamela, I'm very much in it. And I think that is so true because his job, part of his job was reaching out to other communities. Outside, and and we've actually seen him and Daryl. Like, he's been to places where you go, oh, these people will be shady, and these people would literally come in there and just fuck the whole Commonwealth up. But because mm-hmm. of the alliances that he makes and he checks in ever so often and gives them shit or whatever he needs to do to kind of keep them afar off and away from just coming over there and just ramshacking the place um so then we get back to the commonwealth uh in city hall pamela tells everyone while everyone's overlooking max eugene um you know all our crew you know daryl all these people and so she gives a speech about how Hornsby's the real problem. He abuses position. And now, thanks to our new allies and our armed forces, justice will be served. Hornsby will be brought to trial. I did notice Hornsby was gagged this whole time. And yeah, they want him talking. Because I, I really think if his he has the gift of gab and he knows too much, he's going to figure a way out to to, like, He's not going out this easy. He's not just going to be like, you caught me. Oh, no. Um, people clap for the speech, but some of them roll their eyes. Like, yes. Was, I noticed a couple of brown women looking at each other like, mm-hmm, girl, sure. Oh, you see this. Hornsby did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is a great time where she, they could have said, what about her emails? Right. <laughs> this is a valid what about her emails. James Comey came from downstairs. It's like, <laughs> hold up. I got some new information. Right. Uh, Max is standing with Eugene and she says Pamela played that perfectly Hornsby takes the fall Sebastian's gonna skate and then Pamela's like also tomorrow is Founders Day and we're gonna have a celebration now Founders Day is kind of like their July 4th Mm -hmm. and once again like I said it's such an obvious like 
Deployed. The Commonwealth is America. The Commonwealth is, you know, we're going to give you a celebration and patriotism and all this. So you forget that mm-hmm. we are they fucking could, you every step of the day. Yeah, and they could be low to sleep, and she knows her people. And like you say, these people are different than, like you say, the other group because they're like, a lot of them seen straight through it. Like, and some of them wanted to believe it, but they also knew it could fall apart at any time. Yeah, she's, they're soft, but they're, they're upset. They know things are rigged, but they haven't organized a doing thing. So Eugene says that there has to be more we can do. But Max points out, what do you mean we? Your people leaving. Y'all going back to where y'all from. Right. Ain't you going to? And he's like, I'm still standing here. But he didn't say he was standing. Mm-mm. I mean, staying. I'm sorry. No. He didn't say he was standing. He said he was standing with her. He didn't say he was staying. And I think that's interesting because he's holding her hand. Of course, this is the baddest chick he's ever going to get in his life. It's, in his lifetime. You know, I would have stayed and just tried to overthrow the government before I would have went back. <laughs> but uh, he asked if she want to come to home with him. And she was like, Maybe some way, someday, but then she stares at Sebastian very intently and says, but not yet. Because she is like, she's ride or die. She's all the way in. If she got to sacrifice her life to tear down Sebastian and the Commonwealth, she'll do it. Right. And I think they struck something in her, Mm -hmm. uh, this group. And, you know, she was like, I was just doing my job. She didn't even think twice about what she was doing or anything or how she might actually be a part of all the foolishness. I think also her proximity to them took away any scales on her eyes because she just sees like, oh, no, y'all are terrible people. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a, well, yeah, people think everyone in power is terrible. This is a, no, I work here. I know what y'all do. Y'all are actually fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Alexandrians start packing up to go home. And um, uh, Daryl is packing, like, he puts the sword and stuff. And what it is, I think they're sending Aaron, Elijah, Lydia, and Jerry. Ahead. They're going ahead of everybody to take some of the supplies back to, uh, you know, Alexandria Hilltop. I actually think... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Maggie told them go to hit, go to uh, Alexandria yeah, first yeah. because it's still kind of like they need th- the move. least broken. But Hilltop is so fucked up. They're like, you might as well stop by there last because mm-hmm. uh, they need more shit, I guess. Right. Um, so they're about to go on the road together. And like I said, Daryl, I think, put Judah's sword in the bag to go back or Michonne's sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he he doesn't take he doesn't put rick's gun in there Mm -mm. so um then we get a bunch of like quick quick interpersonal discussions okay lydia comes over to carol and says you know even though i just was on the road for a few weeks i think i'm okay going back out on the road and carol's like you sure you don't want to just like chill and stay up here for a while and she's like no and then elijah comes over and elijah's the dude that used to wear a hockey mask and he has those two Mm -hmm. like seat seat sick seat i don't know those two weapons that look mm-hmm. like pickaxes or something and she he puts his arm around her in a knowing way that makes us go oh they've been dating or fucking or romantically mm-hmm. interested in each other right uh and you know um it's interesting because lydia used to be dating 
Carol's, you know, son in quotes, mm-hmm. Henry. Right. And of course, Henry got killed. His head was stuck on a pike. It was killed by Lydia's mama's people because mm-hmm. her mama was alpha and shit. Right. And so I think Lydia was scared Carol was going to see this and be like, bitch, how dare you? Mm-mm. But she was like, I understand. She was like, my child is dead. I don't expect you just to not live a life. Like, you can miss people and mourn people, but, you know, we've seen Carol go through a lot of things for her to understand that life has to go on. Life be life But also, Carol's down with the swirl, okay? Yes, she is. She's, she cool with a good rebound brown man, okay? Mm-hmm. So she was like, girl, don't, don't let me stop you, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not here to stop a good time. Yeah, like, you you know, keep on walking, Mary Mary said it, okay? <laughs> uh, but then uh so she tells lydia you know i fully support the swirl take happiness where you can and never apologize for it daryl thanks lydia for saving carol and then lydia says you don't have to thank me i never thanked you for saving me we don't have to thank each other we just do it so now this is beautiful all this stuff is beautiful because we remember when carol hated lydia daryl hated lydia uh you know it and to see you know them get through all that and kind of be family and again mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful uh Aaron tells Gracie he'll be back soon now this nigga was just on the road <laughs> Gracie like but daddy you just got here goddamn right when you gonna cook <laughs> right because she she brag she brag about his cooking and he's like not taking her with her him but he's going on the road and he'll be back soon and she starts crying Daryl gives Judith her dad's gun, but she gives it back. Uh, and she says uh, if she takes the gun back, she's afraid things are going to go back to what they were. Michonne has said one day she wanted to put her sword up, not when it was completely safe, but just safe enough to not have to carry a sword all the time. Right. And uh, I guess the way that Judith took that in, it was like, well, that means we need to start putting our weapons away when we feel like it's safe enough. And so she thinks somehow putting this gun away means it's safe enough and will, you know, mean mm-hmm. good things for her and, and, and the society. Right. And it's one of those things where she's a child and for the, for, literally for the first time ever, unlike uh, Carl, she actually got to be a child. She actually got to be in a society where children went to school and all this shit. Carl did too, but after a certain point, Carl didn't go to school for years, you know. And so this is one of the things where she got, you know, friends and, you know, the the, the ups and the downs and all those things that between she actually got to be a child. And I think that she was kind of enjoying just being a kid. Yeah, I think that's part of it for sure. She's ne- This is the nicest thing she's ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Relative safety. No one's worried about zombies getting in. You know, um, no other society is constantly trying to attack them. You know, to Judah, they've, they, you know, they've really moved up mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the chain of, of things, uh, you know, as far as she's concerned. Come on. I'll call him out as far as she's concerned. All right. Mm-hmm. Or actually, you know what? Better than that. Yes! We're on easy street. And it feels so sweet. Cause the world is what a treat. And you're on easy street. And we're breaking up the good champagne. Yes! That's, 
like Judah's like, why are we? They got ice cream, right? They got ice cream. So Daryl is trying to give her the breakdown. Like, look, we gonna go back home. Our people is home, and she like, why? And she and the thing is, she's not saying it from a completely selfish place of like everything is better here, although mm-hmm. everything is better. Mm-hmm. Um, Judah's like, these people still need help, right? And we and what can- happened to helping them? Like, just because we are no longer in danger. We know how fucked up the town is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just running for my life for from some of these agents. You know, you just going to run away rather than fight. And Daryl, like, loses his cool for a second. He's like, God damn it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this right just now. Just stop. I mean, I know I'm your guardian dad, but damn, I don't know how to handle all, all this rebellion. He talked to her like when kids be like, but why? Yes. Like, God damn it, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up for a second you asked me that 25 times today baby i don't know i'm just trying to think <laughs> uh but yeah so then everybody rides off and judith hugs gracie as she watches aaron uh elijah jerry and lydia leave uh then it's founders day uh everyone's in the street celebrating the holiday they're getting lottery tickets. Now, don't forget the lottery here is not like the lottery. Actually, it's the, it's the same. It's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So look, not really the same, but kind of the same. Yeah. Basically, when you win the lottery, it means every year a couple people get pulled up from the lower classes of this caste structure mm-hmm. to the higher classes. To the middle class. <laughs> you get to be new money. Yeah. Come on. New money. Who this? Um, so people are excited. They're buying their lottery tickets. Ezekiel talks with Carol as he's minding the petting zoo. Always a zookeeper. Yes, to his heart. And she like starts talking to him for a second. She realizes, you're not coming back with us, are you? And he said, no, nah, I'm going to stay and help because, you know, I came here desperate. I thought I was going to die. I just wanted to use my life to make a difference. Right. They cured my cancer, gave me a second chance. You gave me a second chance. And honestly... I want to make that second chance count by staying here and making sure that this version of the kingdom is not going to fail the way that mine did. Right. And I think he said something about like, I'm going to be here until it falls or something like something like that, which that, you know, like it eventually may fall and it might fall, but I'm going to stick around. I'm not going to run away. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I, and it makes sense, you know, cause he sees, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot better life, but you know, we've seen him get involved in the protest. Mm-hmm. which leads me to believe he's down for the cause. Like he's like, the work isn't done. Commonwealth need to, to come down, you know? Right. Um, then inside, yeah, wouldn't he doing black market operations? Mm-hmm. Yes. So then inside of the, uh, Pamela Milton's office, she's listening to a tape recorder of her father, the original founders day speech, which is so interesting, right? Because I know we took some time jumps and I forget how much time we jump. But we're far enough into the Z-Pac where this particular uh, location has its own, like, history. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they have a Founders Day. They're not celebrating July 4th. They're not mm-hmm. celebrating Labor Day. This is, And they're playing a tape from a cassette of her father's original speech, you know, and her son is going to be the third generation mm-hmm. of founders of this, uh, you know, the descendants of the founders of this uh, municipality that will rule it. It's, it's, it's just interesting to think how much time has passed. Right. So uh, 
Pamela's listening to the Founders Day speech. Sebastian is over it, okay? Because he has to give a speech today. Not let alone he done got away with murder and all this other shit. He's a ne'er-do-well, fuck-up type dude. His mom's covered for him many, many times. And he's so fucking ungrateful. Literally, she saved his life. He should be in a jail cell next to Hornsby. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker's like, I gotta give a speech. But and somebody says that uh, Pamela's dad was the former U.S. president. Okay, there you go. That explains why they had a recording of him. Yeah, right? so I don't, but but the Founders Day speech feels like it's, uh, I guess what my point is, like, Founders Day speech is feels germane to this location. Correct. Like, there's not a, a United States Founders Day. Mm-mm. So it's like a holiday invented for the Commonwealth. Right. You know, at least, you know, I've never celebrated a Founders Day. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know. So it's, it's interesting. It might we, be there. I don't know. We're enough into the, we're enough into the Z-Pac that they have their own history is my point. Correct. Um. Anyway. um. So then... He's mad he has to give a speech. Max gives him the speech. He reads two lines, balls it up, throws it down. And he says, I don't need to give a speech, mom. I'm going to leave because I'm a Milton. And then Pamela <laughs> scolds him and is like, bitch, get that motherfucking speech up. Right, you whining and crying and shit. You're going to be the leader, then show me you're a leader. Show, show them you're a leader. And he says, I will. He picks up the speech and unballs it. <laughs> And then she says, I know you will, because politics wasn't my first choice either. I wanted to be a stripper. But look, ah! I'm leading these people, and you're going to lead these people, too. In these pantsuits. And Max is looking down the whole time disgusted. <laughs> I am disgusted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then in the hospital, Annie and Negan talk to a nurse while she's getting an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And Annie, and she's like, y'all, you got a little too much amniotic fluid, but she's like, what does that mean? She's like, it just means you're in the right place. We're going to keep an eye on it, da-da-da-da. And Negan starts going, you know what, with the black maternal health care rates. Um, <laughs> Come on. I'm thinking maybe maybe they they might have killed our people, but I mean, shit. I mean, damn. I mean, we got Medicare for all here. Yeah. They like, <laughs> yeah, they like, I don't know about, they got that Obamacare dog. I don't right. know. I don't know now. I ain't trying to go back in the streets without no insurance. Now, because at first it was Annie being like, maybe we should stay in there. He was the one like, nah, they killed our people. But now that the air conditioning blowing on them, <laughs> they, he's like, oh, it's hitting different. Maybe my principles ain't what they used to be. <laughs> Come on. I done softened. He said, listen, baby, ain't no need for us to not, you know, for us to just be out here with all this amniotic fluid flowing all over the place, girl. We got to stay in here. And she was like, nope, because our people looking to us as an example, we can't stay here. And she says, we don't need this place because it's us now. And they kiss. And that's after he said something about how his father said, once you have kids, your life isn't your own. It belongs to your kids, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I think she fucked up on this one. I think they should stay. You know what, me too. Yeah, I know they're probably not going to, but, you know, I'm I'm of the mindset of like, well, I, at least till the baby's born, why risk it? Right. These niggas got ultrasounds and shit and doctors. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Daryl's back in his apartment packing shit up. Um, he hosts his knives and puts his leather vest back on because he's thinking about something. And I think the thing he's thinking about is like, maybe we should stay and help these people out. I think so, too. I think he was changing his mind. But when he turns around and goes into the living room, 
RJ is in there reading the Invincible comic, having time in his life. Right. And Daryl's like, what, Judas? And Judas gone. And RJ like, I'm not supposed to tell you. <laughs> and uh, he's like, RJ, come on now. Right. Where, come on. I mean, Judas? I'm the foster dad. I mean, come on now. I, can, right. I can't have your sister out here just doing anything she want to. Come like, on, dog. She didn't pack nothing up. And, he, and, and RJ says, because she's not going. Right. She wants to stay. She want to stay. And Daryl's like, fuck. And he just leaves to go find Judas. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Daryl and Carol look for Judith. And they talk about parenting. Mm-hmm. I don't really care much about this, but they talk about it. Yeah, and C- C- Carol done had a lot of kids in her lifetime. <laughs> yeah. She didn't bring up the look at the flowers, though. She's like, listen, Daryl, it's tough raising kids, and if it get too tough, you, here's a gun. Tell them, look at the flowers, and then you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, she lost She, she lost one that got ate, ate up like a gumdrop. <laughs> Judith, well, she done lost two that got eight, but mm-hmm. she's like, listen, if Judith was my kid, she either come home or she gonna get flowers, okay? Uh, Max and Eugene uh, go and visit Hornsby while he's in lockup, uh, which is interesting because, you know, convenient with the show. And I wonder if it'll come back up, but it's not really a thing you can sneak and do. Somebody so gonna somebody's going to know that they went down there. Correct. Anyway, I don't know if it'll come back up or not, but basically Eugene tries to talk her out of it. He's like, don't go talk to him. And she's like, listen, you don't understand what it's like. If this man has anything that can help take down the Miltons, I want to. I need to know it because the I'm Miltons need to come down. Right. And Eugene's like, we can't trust him. So right, because he was like, I was in jail. Like this nigga locked me up. Why would I trust him? Yeah, like this dude is a slippery guy. We don't know what he's gonna tell us. Um, but she says, you don't understand. I sat by. And I only thought about myself while wow, it was a whole lot of people getting fucked over. And you don't know what it's like to live with that guilt. And he was like, you'd be surprised what I, I know. I was like, child, you, 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 <laughs> Eugene right. has done a lot of fuck shit. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows about living with guilt, it's definitely Eugene. Um, but she says, uh, I, guess, I guess that didn't come up on the radio long distance uh, calls they had. Nope. Uh, but yeah, um, she says we gotta change, we gotta make things better. And Eugene says, We can't trust Hornsby, but I'ma suck it up and do my best. Cause girl, you fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh and so Hornsby in his cell, Eugene gives him a candy dapple and he says, This for all the times I got you out of a cell. And Eugene's like, I'm surprised you haven't been able to do the same for yourself. Right. And Hornsby says, Who says I can't? That's true. This is the second thing he said that made me which, be like. Which means people are working inside the organization. He probably told them and how, stay. But not just they're working. This feels a little like when like you watch a movie like The Dark Knight and the Joker's in jail because he want to be in jail. Or, you know, yeah, like. That's dangerous. Like yeah. this wasn't outside of his plans to be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm in jail, but I'm still running shit. Right. They, if anything, thank you for making them think I'm not running shit no more. Because I can still run shit from here. Yes, I can. Um, so, yeah, when he says, who says I can't, I'm like, that reminds me a lot of, like, who said they're your men, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugene offers his assistance. Hornsby's like, nigga, be for real. You, What do you want? And Eugene is like. Yeah, he was like, you coming over here, you don't even know how to play the game. You just. Right. You just talking all crazy. Why are right. you here? And so Eugene is like, well, you got any info on the, that character Milton's? Hornsby's like. Don't do that. He's like, it doesn't even make sense because Pamela, the only person that's actually keeping me alive, 
right now. Mm-hmm. If Eugene goes after the Miltons, they're going to crush you because they've been running shit so long. Mm-hmm. They crush me, quote unquote. And Eugene and Max, y'all better off just kissing their ass, playing nice to Pamela, especially Max, because y'all don't need to end up in a cell like me. And then they, and then he says this. Max is actually hiding next to the door, so he can't see her. Mm-mm. And Eugene does a good job of not looking totally towards her, but he does have a poker tail of looking in her direction a little bit when when he says your girlfriend, because mm-hmm. so, like Sebastian knows that's his girlfriend now, mm-hmm. and all this shit. Like this, he just says shit to me that I'm like, see, he's he been still following up to them. Yeah, I've been following and keeping track. Someone been ca- following. Someone's been telling him. Yes, and that's the thing with Carol. That's why Carol been watching them. She was like, "Y'all ain't the only one watching." So, um, he says you both have to live with it. At this point, he's just basically blatantly knows Max is out there, mm-hmm. uh, without saying he knows. But he says you both have to live with it unless you're willing to burn the whole thing down. Right. And I think that got that got through to Max. Because Max is mad and she does want to burn the whole thing down. Yeah, he was like, basically, if you're not willing to do that, why waste your time? It's going to be a half-ass effort, and it's not going to be worth it. In the church, Gabe is giving a final sermon to nobody. To nobody. I don't know. Just what's, me and Lord. Just just the way he started giving sermons, when he locked them people out the building and oh. let them die. Oh, Taking it back. Myself. He's just practicing. Yes, he is. But apparently, like, he's been the pastor at the local church for a minute. Mm-hmm. They brought him food and stuff to take with him back to Alexandria or Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got a flock, but he's just, they're not there at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rosita comes in with baby Coco. Aww. And she said, I'm just checking to see if he's all packed. And he says his flock brought him food. And he's like, you want some ambrosia salad? She's like, that's all you play. You know, these white people be putting raisins and shit <laughs> i was surprised she didn't go what's that uh he also says he believes in god again which we'll see gabe be believing in god when he need to mm-hmm. but when it's time to when do it's time to nook, if you book. yeah when it's time to, to take take uh, you, you some of them um, commandments and, and and throw them in the trash he do that Mm-hmm. He said, take, take us by violence honey you honey you go you gonna get these the violent in these uh uh holy bullets yeah, he quote the scripture and be killing people. So, yes, he does. You know, it's interesting to be like, I found God again. I'm like, did you find God or did you find some walls and some safety and some AC? Mm-hmm. And you ain't got to just kill random people no more. So you cool with believing. But when it, when the times get tough, you're going to be Reverend Gabe with the shoddy again. Come on. Um, but, yeah, so then he they hear a thud in the background and they find out it's Judith hiding in the church. She accidentally knocked over some books. I was like, oh, she, she wish. I was like, she's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Hornsby's agents who were chasing the kids last episode, mm-hmm. they run up on a janitorial staff and the, the banter we got from the janitors was basically, it's, it's, it's the day of the lottery. It's the day of founders day. They come out, make sure everything's clean they don't even get to watch the Founders Day events. They basically just so there's a whole group of people in this place that are so low on the rung of the cast system. They don't even get to watch Founders Day. That's insane. That's nuts. And they sound like 
people at the gas station. Child, I hope I win. Don't they got that two for double? Girl, yeah, I'll be watching news for that big buck. Child, yeah, I, I, I hope I win. Give me your scratch off. I'm not going to give you my scratch off, girl. You know, you, you, you know I always do my baby birthday. Me too. You know, you know I'm Sagittarius, so I make sure that, that's how that conversation sound. They were so adorable that I said, they dying. <laughs> So you cute. might as well have been like, I get that ticket. I'm going to take my daughter out of the hospital and I'm going to buy her the best heart transplant. Like, it was like that. You know, I got a girl at home when we get out of this war and she Ooh, looked baby, beautiful. Skin brown as a brand new copper pennant. Like, that shit. <laughs> like, this nigga is dead. <laughs> Not a brand new copper pennant. So then, um, while they were winning the, the time I went in the lottery, Hornsby's agents come up and just buck on them with silencers. So no one can really hear them. Mm-mm, but they just so kill like eight people in broad daylight right away, like right around the corner from where everybody is. Because mm-hmm. they know the structure and they know that, guess what? Ain't because of the way you got society set up, nobody's going to be looking for these people. But what I took from this more than even that is, because I, I don't, like them looking for the people or not is not that huge of a deal. Right. But whose orders are they doing this under? Right. Gotta be Hornsby. Agreed. Like we know those are Hornsby's agents. They killing people. They had a contingency plan. It makes me feel like he's in that cell, but he's still running shit. He's that's why he's not worried. He, and he probably told them if I ever get locked up, these are the things that you need to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, damn, they killed these people. Um, and then, uh, Daryl finds Judith in the church. They have a heart to heart. He, I did like this, the way it came, f- unfolded because Daryl basically, she was like going to explain. He said, no, nah, I know what it was. You just wanted to be alone. Like he didn't say like you was really running away. He's like, you just wanted to be alone. And I used to want to be alone when I was a kid. I go to the river, wait for my dad to go to sleep. Cause his dad was abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I'm sorry. He apologizes about brushing her off earlier when she talked about saving them people. And he admits that he don't know what he's doing. He's really trying hard to be yeah, a good parent. Like, this dad shit is brand new, dog. He's like, I, I wasn't planning on being a dad. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't I, know what to do. Nobody told me that, that I was going to have to sign the adoption papers. Y'all just showed up. Uh, so he said he's trying hard, but he'll hold on to the gun until she wants it or doesn't want it. Right. Up and he said, it's up to you. Yeah. And he said, we good. She said, we're good. And then she asked, can I say goodbye to my friends? He said, of course, just help me up. And so they start walking, you know, towards the town square. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Milton's office, Sebastian is practicing his speech while complaining. Like, I sound like a douchebag. No one's going to like my speech. It's bullshit, mom. <laughs> and then his mom is like, I got to go get my other clothes from home, Max. Uh, just make sure he get a speech and then y'all, you know, I'll see you at the celebration. Mm-hmm. So she, the mom leaves. Now it's just Max and him. Max, who was threatened by this man last season, I remember, in the office. Mm-hmm. But Max um, fixes them both a drink. And she carries a notepad that has the tape recorder of the with the speech on it. Mm-hmm. And she hits record on it before making these drinks. And then she asks him about his speech. And he's like, I'm going to give the speech, but it should be my brother. That's who she really want to lead the community, my mom. Yeah, but she but he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like my mom, my mom wishes he was here, not me. 
And Max is like, but you could step up and be a leader if you want to, uh, you know, and maybe leadership isn't just reading a speech. Maybe it's telling people the truth. And he's just like, the truth? The truth? Don't nobody want to hear that. Right. He's like, the Commonwealth is built on binding the bullshit. The desperate need to believe that the old American dream is still real, you know? Anything is possible. We could rise above our station. It's a friggin' joke. The reality is that poor people stay poor so the rich can do whatever the hell we want. The game is rigged. There's no bootstraps to pull up. Christ, my mom handpicks the lottery winners. Nothing matters. Nothing will ever change. But those people who you think want honesty, they're just too stupid to see it. It's pathetic. And, of course, she's recording this. Mm -hmm. But that speech right there, that's basically about America. Yes, it was. Like, that is basically just capitalism. America. Like, oh, my God. He was reading us fulfilled. I said, oh, man, I feel this. Um, (laughs) So then uh, she says, now that sounded like you believed it. Look, maybe you just choose to be a spoiled asshole. I mean, if everyone else expects it, who's left to disappoint? But she leaves with that tape recorder. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in the town square, and now keep in mind, he's been failing at giving this speech the whole time. He's been practicing this terrible. In the town square, Judith goes to hang out with the kids while Daryl and Carol watch. Max delivers the tape to Eugene, the tape recorder. Uh, and she like, he's like, you sure about, you okay? She's like, I'm fine. He's like, you sure about this? She's like, yep. And then she kiss him. And he's like, all right. And then Pamela and Sebastian arrive to give the people their bread and circuses. There's a wrestling match. Yes, wrestling. I didn't even see this coming. I was like, mm-hmm. I was, I saw the ring and everything. I heard the dude be like, Me too. ladies and gentlemen of the Commonwealth. I was like, are they about, what is this? And they had an actual wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, like I said, it's just a big allegory for just the world. It's like, you get, enter, they give us entertainment to distract us from the unfairness of society. Yes. You know, because if your team can win on Sunday, then I guess it's okay that there's, you know, they're not going to pay you more than $15 for minimum wage, you know? Right. Anyway, so um, <laughs> they have a wrestling match. Um, and at the end, the dude that wins leads the crowd in a chant of Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. which is very much like usa yes it is like commonwealth commonwealth and the crowd starts cheering a little bit and um it reminds me of the governor the other oh. governor not governor yeah. milton but Mm-mm. just the governor mm-hmm. and when they used to have that weird kind of zombie fight type of thing sport yes it was really crazy yeah mm-hmm. it was like Y'all making entertainment out of this you know people are making entertainment out of anything but i guess at its core his entertainment was sick and deadly but this entertainment is still the serving the goal of being a distraction from the unfairness of the society you're living under agreed message um pamela introduces sebastian so he can give a speech he takes the mic starts giving a speech but of course he's telling he's doing the speech terrible he hadn't taken it seriously the whole time Mm-mm. uh it's his father's speech or some shit he's just he's he's failing the speech but everyone's looking at him they're disapproving he does something that is uh, I think almost always works. He basically puts the speech down and starts going off top of the dome. People love that. Mm-hmm. And he says what I think is a pretty good speech to turn the crowd around. He says, I know that a lot of you don't think very well of me. I know that I probably deserve that. 
Now it's going to take a long, long road for me to earn your trust and live up to my legacy. I don't have the words to describe what this place means to me, but my grandfather did. So humbly, if you will join me in listening to the wise words of President Milton, founder of the Commonwealth. Yes. And after something important, after he made that speech, he looked at Max almost like she kind of inspired him to kind of go off the script. So I think that conversation that they yeah. had actually meant something to him. Mm-hmm. And you could be like, oh, he's, I was like, oh, it's a, it's maybe a small change, but it's a change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he had genuinely, <clears throat> and, and of course, Pamela has said that, you know, the people in her family grew into leadership right like they didn't like they had rebellious juice but then they grew up basically and so it's like okay maybe he thinks he's growing up maybe this is he's like see that max i can be honest Mm -hmm. i I, that is that's what people really wanted to hear right but uh yeah it didn't it didn't matter and it didn't last long because everyone clapped and then max gives eugene the head signal like (laughs) i don't give a fuck what he just said and they play the recording from the office. Mm-hmm. You know the recording. The Commonwealth is built on people buying into bullshit. You know, the the broke people gonna stay broke. You know, mm-hmm. ain't no bootstraps. And people was like, boo, boo. Everyone slowly realizes it's Sebastian's voice. Right. They realize this is like, he, it's a recording. And this is how he really feels. And so everybody starts throwing shit. Sebastian sees Max. He chases after her. Yeah, because he's he- like, you bitch right because he was like you recorded that how dare you that was a private conversation basically eugene walks away from the tape player sebastian realizes he's been set up chases after max people start throwing stuff in the ring fighting the soldiers mercer has to stop one of the soldiers soldiers from shooting people mm-hmm. and then sebastian runs after max in a frenzy in the crowd uh and commercial break <laughs> yes commercial break uh in the cell hornsby hears all the commotion outside and smiles Mm -hmm. and finally takes a bite of the candied apple. I guess he was waiting on his dessert. Yes. His literally Mm -hmm. waiting on his just desserts, but he takes a bite out of the candy apple smiling like, yeah, (laughs) my plan is coming together. Mm -hmm. Max still running, but she has to turn around because the janitor murder victims have all turned to zombies right and they didn't lock the gate so guess what they are free to roam within the cake gates and of course these niggas are softer than baby shit they are immediately getting scared and bitten of course because they're not trained they don't know that they count on the military to literally do everything there's so many episodes of the walking dead where like a fence breaks zombies start trickling in but because it's our crew like, no one dies because they immediately, like, kill the zombies and patch the gate. What the fuck? What right. happened? But the Commonwealth, they like, oh, zombies! And it just scrunch, crunch, 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 crunch. Yeah, that's why they went in, but they was like, it's zombies outside. Right. Um, and so they start running, but because they're running the opposite way, Max needs to turn away to get away from the zombies, mm-hmm. making her run back towards uh, Sebastian, who is chasing her. Um, and he tries to grab her. And... Uh, as the zombies are eating people at the celebration, there's so much commotion. Mercer can't see what's happening. Because I think if he saw his sister under attack by Sebastian, yeah. he would have fucking ran over there. Right. But uh, 
he does go to help the people right and, uh and stop the zombie outbreak right and the man was like but you're supposed to save me he was like uh yeah he said no i work for the commonwealth right and it's one of the things was like nigga it's five people here like you'll be all right right he says y'all protect her she's like you supposed to protect me he's like bitch shut up uh my sister out there getting ate by zombies what the fuck uh but then uh the uh, uh the alexandrians start saving people mm-hmm. so now you got daryl and all these people pulling like i think zeke grabbed a baby mm-hmm. like a grabbed a little girl like come on saved her um lots of people got bit Judith and daryl get separated for a second daryl kills a zombie with rick's gun judah says give me my daddy gun I'm ready. I was like, yes. I was like, she can protect herself. And she was like, I'm not going to sit here knowing I can help them and just watch them die. Right. And Daryl says, all right, we do it together. He pulls out both his knives and they start killing walkers going on kill street. Mercer kills a couple of walkers. Um, and then Sebastian runs, like throws a zombie basically on max. Yes, he does. And, she once again she's from the commonwealth so she doesn't handle it like a champ it's very mm-hmm. much like a spider landed on her she's like <laughs> like what is this but she manages to like flare up flail and windmill punch that zombie back <laughs> she punches it back into uh sebastian you know what not only that she uh eugene actually jumps in i think no eugene was late i watched this he was okay he was taking this slow ass time i actually wrote this down okay i was like because i was mad i said man what the fuck what did you almost let the finest woman on the show die okay get your shit together eugene said like like the back and forth and she ended up pushing i thought eugene did but it's not like she pushed it but also it's important because i think they didn't want to make it like Eugene has to save this woman. Like she kind of like got it off her herself, I believe. Correct, and 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 I I appreciate that. And you know, it's one of the things. I was like, no, hot potato, yo zombie. Yeah, and so he got he went out like a complete bitch. It was just, oh lord, no zombies. Oh my god, mommy, no. Oh, it's, it, help everyone. I was just calling pieces of stupid shit that should die because y'all ain't gonna ever be rich like me and I'm entitled. Oh my god, I was gonna be a great leader for you pieces of bullshit. Oh, but can someone help me with this zombie real quick? It just, oh no. And you know what? Like, it was a bunch of people. And you know what? They Everybody literally just watched. Mm-hmm. nobody jumped in nobody assisted nobody helped they just watched that nigga get bit yep and so he dies a horrible death yes he does judah kills the walker that bit him but like he has like a big hole in his neck blood coming out of his mouth and no one kills him so he gonna i mean i'm assuming someone will kill him eventually but like he basically died that death they didn't like put him out of his misery Mm-mm. um and then as he dies and the screen goes to black. You hear his quote unquote speech, his real speech, playing in the background. You know, where he's like, you know, the the Commonwealth is built on bullshit. Y'all niggas is broke. You too stupid to understand. <laughs> it's about the rich getting richer and the poor getting poor. Mm, you know? like, well, since we poor, we watch our rich ass get ate. This is literally eat the rich. Yeah, literally. <laughs> They ate the rich this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the uh, that's the episode. That's the recap, guys. I told you it probably wouldn't be as long. Uh, but uh, what are you looking forward to next week? To see what happened because it sounds like from the previews, 
that uh, she going to revoke, revoke whatever shit she had going on because she's upset and she think that they basically plotted to, you know, get her son killed. You know, and truth be told, nobody knew about this but Eugene and Max, but she going to blame the whole group. Yeah, the th- I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to Hornsby because I'm like, I just feel like Hornsby and Milton have to go down or else it's just it, they're leaving those people in the throes of a, a dick, weird dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if Hornsby is behind as much stuff as I think he's behind, What's it going to look like when he does call in all his favors and says, all right, guys, like, could he do a military coup of this town? Mm-hmm. Go to people outside of the outside of Commonwealth, like, yeah. he's make these connections with, right? So I just have a lot of questions in that area, because um, I don't think this is over by a long shot, and I, I think you're right that Milton's going to react to her son being dying and be, act like he was basically murdered because he was set up by his own words. Right, and also it's going to be interesting to see Mercer because it's going to be truth time. Maybe not this episode, but it's going to be truth time for him and Max mm-hmm. because he did uh, tell Rosita, "Hey, I'll help you out." So people, somebody's going to hold him to that. Yeah, and I, I don't. I vaguely remember he gave her like a talk. Mm-hmm. They were like alone, and he was like kind of and being like, "Girl, you need to stop <clears throat> fucking around with all this revolution shit," you know. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously she didn't. That tape could only be recorded by her. So. It's going to be obvious who set up Sebastian. So mm-hmm. how is Pamela going to take that? All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another recap next week. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.